This podcast is for those who want to do more, see more, and be more. Lead, compete, and kick some ass. Welcome back to Max Out with Ed Milet. So excited about today's program. Yay. Yay. Thank you for having We're us. Excited. Good. <laughs> I don't think these ladies need much of an introduction, but in case you don't know if you've been living under a rock and don't watch any TV <laughs> or WWE or you don't drink wine or you're not on the internet in any way, you may not know them. But if you are, you know who these two ladies are. So I have next to me Bree and Nikki Bella, the Bella Twins. Hello. From everywhere, from Total Divas, Total Bellas yeah. now. WWE, all kinds of brands. We're yes. going to talk about all that today. Yes. So, thanks for being here, ladies. Thank yeah, you thanks for having us. I mean, the view. The view's pretty wow. good. I could it like look at amazing. this all day. It's not bad. We're hoping for whales. We're hoping for whales. That's yeah. our goal by the end of it. Right. Hopefully by the end of the day. Maybe some sunlight too. I'd love yeah. you to see that. But <laughs> so let's start. Everybody knows the after product. So when I have people on that are so successful, you guys have built these amazing brands and yeah. of the two of you and businesses too, which we'll get to. But can we go back just like a little bit, like yeah. before, because it's a trip. The two of you become really the most two well-known, certainly women, but people in the history of your entire business in the WWE. And so, and I told you earlier, one of the things that impresses me about you is I don't think fame's altered you. Yeah. No, like, I think, it really yeah. hasn't. I think you're comfortable with your fame. Like it's, it's suit, like you're almost born for it. You know, yeah. some people were, so. That's but, very sweet, thank you. But I bet if we watched from your birth to about 18, we wouldn't predict this, speaking of that, um, right? Well, not at no, all. No, actually, no. I mean, granted, did we like to lip sync to the Spice Girls for my parents and all their friends? Performing. <laughs> and we were, you know, we traveled on a competitive soccer team. Right. And, um, you know, we learned athletics at a very young age and realized we had a natural ability for it. But um, if you would have told me that I was going to see the East Coast in middle school, I would have been like, wait, what? I get to see New York sometime <laughs> in my life? I would have been blown then away. Paris and yeah. then Tokyo. Yeah. And wrestle and yeah, Japan, Italy, all these places. No. Unbelievable. So did you wrestle though growing up? Like were you wrestling? I mean, each other. Yeah. This was a constant battle. Our yeah. brother was a collegiate wrestler. Okay. And so he would always want to practice moves on us. But practice we were moves. just, I oh, know, it was so obnoxious. I was like, can he just quit the wrestling team? Because yeah. it was like I, we couldn't walk in the house without getting tackled. Well, then he got really into <laughs> The Rock, and then that oh. took everything to a whole different level. So with you, him. when he was into The Rock, were you at least watching WWE back no, in those days? Or? Nicole and I were into Dynasty. Oh yeah, I remember, you remember Dynasty. Dynasty? Of and what and, Nick at night, like Friday um, nights, we'd watch the Fonz. Yeah, we loved all the old school. We shows. did. Nicole and I were really outdoorsy girls. Like okay. we were building forts. We were outside we with forts. all of our farm animals. Okay. Um, we weren't really into TV, and soccer took so much time. Yeah, that is if it we, travel soccer like everywhere? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, um, for us, it was like any free moment we had. It was like we wanted to be outside. Like okay. it wasn't about being inside and watching TV. And to be honest, our parents didn't watch wrestling. And I think that happens a lot when you're younger is your parents might be fans yeah. and put you in front of the TV and watch or your friends might watch it and we were never surrounded by it. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't so, that crazy. So how does it happen? How do you how do you end up get how do you end up becoming this? Like what, yeah. you, what were you doing right before this? Hooters. We were Hooter girls. Hooters. So, Perfect preparation. Yeah. Okay. So we um, <laughs> we were looking. Show, yeah. Right? We were okay. looking for a job at okay. 18, and we just heard like waitressing you make a lot of money, and in high school. And it was in California. In, in San California, Diego, not okay. in Arizona. In high school, which we went to in Arizona, Nicole was working at a health fitness place, okay. and I was working for my mom, and so. We wanted to go to college at Grossmont Community College okay. and dorm at San Diego State. But mom's like, we're well, going to have to work. Right. And so we were like, 
okay, well, what can we make the most money at and who will hire us? And we're like, Hooters. Perfect. You can be 18. Yep. We hear the cash is amazing. In California, if a restaurant had a hard alcohol, you or spirits, you couldn't, you had to be 21 or right. over to waitress. Right. But not so at Hooters. Hooters was just beer and wine. Ah, and so, beer and wine. Okay. yeah. So then we started showing the WWE pay-per-views. Um, they were kind of, were they once a month then or every couple months. months? Oh, at the Hooters, the pay-per-views would be on. So we, okay. that's how we started to become really familiar that's with unreal, WWE. By the way. I know, is that that's hilarious? And okay. so um, then there was a program that WWE used to have called Diva Search. Yes. And so they were always on a search for like new at the time they'd called women wrestlers divas. Yeah. They were always on a search like looking for them. Okay. So Nicole and I, I begged her to come with me to Diva Search. And I actually, I told them like I have a twin sister. Okay. But at the time Nicole was looking to play pro soccer in Italy. All right. And so, cause she had broken her leg our senior year of high school. And then um, after it healed, she really wanted to make a comeback okay. um, to soccer. So you were really, really good athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah, I mean, she did always get first place with a lot in soccer <laughs> and I was right behind her. But <laughs> you're right behind. But I always like to think I was more artistic than her. And I shared that part of the womb with, right. yeah. Right. Um, you got the creative side. I got no, more the creative. we both got the creative side. Yeah, but you know. You were just the free bird yeah. at that time. There you go. <laughs> you yeah. wanted to follow the musicians around. Yeah, so Nicole, uh, I did, okay. my 20s. Um, so then Nicole, I just told her, I'm like, just come with me, let's check it out. And if you don't like it, go to Italy, play soccer. If you do, then we'll become wrestlers. So her and I showed up and we showed up in like sneakers, ripped up jeans, yeah. and we made these shirts that said Breezy for Sheezy, Nicole for Show. <laughs> and we had bandanas, because we wanted to come in as like- the coolest yeah. nicknames ever. But we were kind of shocked at what all the women were wearing. And we're like, oh. What were they wearing? Just, they look like go-go dancers, I guess you okay. could say. A lot of sparkles and okay. like those kind of skirts, like the tutu feel skirts. Yeah, and, and so she like was so mad. I was so mad at her. But like when you're driving there, are you thinking like, I don't wrestle? Yeah, we or, just thought this... they were going to like test our like athletic ability. Okay. And we're like, we're naturally athletic. <laughs> okay. I literally remember so, my preparation for thought, like, Diva Search. I was like running around the track, like doing the mile. And like we like, literally <laughs> were at the gym. I'm thinking like, like Bree tells me, yeah, we're going to go to Diva Search, but it's like wrestling. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll go wrestling yeah. some people. Sure. I mean, that's awesome. Kind of like how you see Glow now when the girls there. get in the ring and they're like, ah, and you see yeah. them like pushing and doing weird stuff. I figured maybe something like that was going to Yes. Like I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> but it turned it was way different than what we thought. And kinda at the time they weren't prepared for twins, so to think of twins going through okay. and to the top ten, they just were like, Oh, we don't know top if we're eight. ready. But actually Kristen Prouty, yeah, who um, you know, yeah. she she pulled aside and was like, We're really interested in you guys. Yeah. And we're like, We're she we wanna do this, but we were kind of like a little down from that day just because like we knew twins couldn't go through and we felt like they didn't really like us. <laughs> we're right. like and they could have picked one or the other. Yeah, I mean, right? and I'll be honest, like we, a lot of the girls were extremely sexy and Nicole yeah. and I just never knew our sexiness. Like no. we kind of Even we at were hooters. in bikinis with like Yeah, but at Hooters it was like I think we're when you're with the San Diego girls, and you you probably know living yeah. in California, it was like we met actually our best friends in the whole world. We're still this strong group, and people always be like, "Where'd you guys meet?" And we're like, "College," but we all met at Hooters. <laughs> yeah, college, and college, Hooters University. We all have the same background, and <laughs> yeah. like all kind of like we're drawn there in the same way. Yeah. And we are just the girls that like watching football and having right. beer. We're just we weren't. I don't know. Very like, natural. Yeah. Right. yeah. But. Kristen Prouty just told us like all these great things that 
we could do with WWE, and um, they offered us to go to McDonough, Georgia, which they called the Deep South, get, get in the ring and kind of try it. Yeah. So we flew to McDonough, Georgia, we Good. got in the ring, and we fell in love. Fell in love. We were like... You loved it. Yeah, you know what it was, is Nicole and I were kind of like a little confused what we wanted to do in life. Sure. Nothing felt right. When we got a lot in of young that people ring, relate to that, by the way. Yeah. That yeah. That's and true. the minute we got in the ring, it's something we never knew growing up. It was nothing that was ever introduced to us. It was something we found and we instantly connected with. And her and I looked at each other and we go, whoa, this is what, and it gives me goosebumps. Yep. This is literally what we have been searching for. See, I think that's how it works, by the way. I don't I think do. I don't think most of your dreams in life show up in the package you expect them right. to. Right, no, I really I don't. Agree. Or even your spouse, in many cases, right? Maybe not. Oh, maybe, totally. It's, it's, but one once they do show up, there's this instant intuition you have, almost yeah. like I belong here, yeah. or that's I belong with like. this person. There's like a belonging that you feel, I think, yeah. when you find something. Yeah. But it's sort of a trip. I mean, let's be honest. You you're working at Hooters. You go. They don't want you. Yeah. Right. And then you still you still pursue it though. So that's the other thing too that people need to learn, especially young people to watch this. Like that dream may not just reveal itself to you in ease. Like it's just automatic. Like things don't just fall right into place easily. You have to push through some of these walls you and do. barriers, right? And you guys. Yes. Or and, obviously point of that. Yeah, and take those chances. I think sometimes people are so afraid to step outside of the box or mm. I mean, did I ever think I was gonna become a professional wrestler and at that time, like if I was to tell anyone, they're like, Wait, what are you gonna do? Right. But I didn't have that fear of like, No, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go do and I'm gonna mm. try it out and mm. even when I, my mom was like, No, my grandfather was like, No, we were my like grandma. Yes, no, we're gonna do it. Huge. Because that, that, those I, two things, by the way, when yeah. I interview people, those two things are what stop everybody. The initial like family actually yeah. people that love you going you're nuts stop it right. don't chase that be normal like conform totally. right so exactly. you didn't listen to those things yeah. that's yeah huge. and we were in serious relationships at the time and mm. we were 22 years old at the time uh yeah yeah we were 22 years old at the time both dating older men who we went and told like we want to be professional wrestlers and mm. we are going to move to tampa florida mm. They were like, no. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I was with my boyfriend at the time for two years. And he at looked at me and goes, yeah. you're just all of a sudden going to pick up your stuff and move away from me. And across country, I mean, moving yeah. from Coast. LA to Tampa, Florida. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so um, I was like, in my heart, I feel like I need to do this. And I just yes. want you to support me on this. And mm. even though I was 22, so in love, I told myself I would never let a man hold me down. And I wasn't going to make a decision based on him. Mm. And we packed up our, was it Nissan Sentra? Yeah, Nissan Sentra. Nice ride. Yeah. Or was it in Malibu? No, it was a Sentra. It was Sentra. I think it was a Sentra. That's but hot. we, her and I were like, we sold one car. We <laughs> packed all our stuff in wow. one. And then we drove to Cross Tampa. Country. I got to tell you, no matter what it is, such a trip, man. Because your career is like totally unique, right? Right. Like, no matter what it is, when I interview people that have become really successful, there's these threads and like a lot of them is it didn't show up like what I thought. Right. I kind of took this risk. My family didn't want me to do it. Yeah. I sacrificed. I can't tell you how many people have loaded up cars or moved into apartments or like step. I guess what I'm saying is they step way back first. Yeah. Like right. you were at Hooters. You're probably doing pretty good. Drinking yeah. some beer on the weekend. Had yeah. some good boyfriends. Life wasn't that bad. Now you're in a car driving on the yes. center. I can picture you two oh going out there. That's crazy. crazy. Were you both saying we're crazy or were you both like, we're going to try this. We're going to well, do we, this. There was like an excitement. There. Yeah. I think yeah. it was. And we thought there was because as waitresses, we were making good money. And then it went from what we make in one night to almost what we were going to make in a week. So we were even taking a big mm, um, cut. Yeah. yeah with our finances in, but her and I, it was just that connection we had with WWE that was so instant that even though if we fail, we were like, we have to do this. We mm. have to try. And her and I were never, the thing about Nicole and I is we don't have ego. 
You don't. So we're never scared to fail. Because for me, like my mom told us growing up, you can't live with no regrets. Like mm. my mom's like, you wake up in the morning and you regret something, you will hate yourself. Wow. So my mom always embedded that in us. And Nicole and I have always lived like that with no regrets. Mm. Even if we fail, it's like, well, we tried it. We, and tried we sucked it. at it. Yeah. So Such huge, like things that you do really naturally, the two of you are like huge lessons for other people. Like all this stuff, especially young people who find they need to hear this stuff. Like yeah. you don't want to have regrets. I'm old now, man. I'm 47. I'm so glad I took risks when yeah. I was younger yeah. and I'm not sitting here now lamenting things I didn't try because I did fail yeah. at other things, right? So I totally want to acknowledge the power yeah. of what you just said. It's awesome. No, so you go you. there, obviously something clicks. You're in Tampa. Way push you in. What's that first night? Was it? Did you say it was a Monday night Raw that you were no, on? No, so it? Friday night SmackDown. Okay, Friday and night. we were in what, Pittsburgh. What was that like? Was it? Did you, I mean, obviously, I'll I never forget to that. Vomit. No, it was so blurry going down. But um, you know, you at blurry, the time, like you were blurry. Like, oh, I, I'll never forget because so she had. They're like, you guys are gonna come up next Friday. We're gonna debut. Yeah. One twin's gonna be under the ring. The other one will have the match. Then we're gonna do a twin switch. Austin, she breaks her nose the next night at oh FCW. Oh my gosh. I mean, like. So bad, you could barely see my eyes. Yeah, you, it, I look like a dinosaur. Like it was, I didn't even look human. Oh my! It was gosh. so bad. So I put on a lot, a lot of, of makeup. makeup. I was like, or I could punch you in the face. And yeah, that could and be I was your like, deal. No, thank you. So then um, she, they ended up having me. It'd be my name, Brie Bella, coming down the yeah. ramp, and she, Nikki, it hadn't debuted yet. Uh, I mean, Nikki hadn't debuted yet. So we did the whole twin switch, but I'll never forget. We, oh, FCW it. didn't have yeah. TV at the time, like okay. there's NXT now, so nobody knew who we were, so we mm. were going to be able to get away with it. But we were semi-main event. When they announced oh. my name, yeah. the crowd went dead well, quiet. But say, <laughs> but say everything before with our outfits. Yeah. Oh, well, so the outfits that we had and that we right. spent money we on. Came, Brie and I always wanted to be prepared, so yeah. if we ever got called up on the road, we went and had like these three beautiful outfits, very Britney Spears inspired because we yeah. loved her at the time. Yeah. And we just wanted to have gorgeous TV outfits made. And so if we ever got the call, we were going to be like, look so well right. put together. Mm -hmm. But the girls didn't allow us to wear, which I understand it's being new girl yeah. and you have to deal with the veterans. And yeah. at the time, like WWE isn't like that anymore. And right. I think it's because a lot of us who are now the veterans went through it. And I feel like there's no reason to put someone through that. But um, they just had a lot of rules. It was like sorority. We walked in, nope, nope, nope. Mm. We're like, okay. And we actually you, got you dressed. Changed, yeah. yeah, you yeah. changed way you down. You changed in the public bathroom, down the hall. So we yeah. had no idea what to do. And we weren't about to like rock the boat with the other girls. So um, the seamstress at the time were like, what do you have in your bag? We're like, we have a, a teeny <laughs> and our workout pants from earlier. They're like, so they cut our tahini, they sew it on, workout pants that we wore earlier that day, and that's how we did it. No way. Yeah. yeah, I look back at those pictures and I'm like, oh, geez. But, but it worked. It worked. But it worked. Yeah. So and they call your name, you went blurry though? I did. I remember I was like in Gorilla and everyone's so like staring at me like, I, you, yeah. you got this, you got yeah. this. Yes. And then I hear my music and they announce me and then I hear the crowd go dead quiet like, who's that? Oh and I think they were all like, is she local? <laughs> and yeah. I come out and I'm like smiling really big. Selling it. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah. my heart was about breathe. to explode. I was underneath the ring watching it on a monitor yeah. and I'm like, okay, what's the spot? What am I doing? Like oh this my. is, my nerves were like so <laughs> yeah. bad. And I had to get loaded under. So they put me in like sweatpants and a sweatshirt and then I go out with the crew and I'm hiding. 
But I was so nervous. I'm like, I can't even get the sweatband oh off. Like, oh I'm like, I'm not And because we're twins, twins, she's nervous yeah. for me too. Yeah. Because if I don't perform good, it's on her as well. And I heard the quiet, like, or the crowd get dead quiet. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, oh. <laughs> don't mess up. But it pulled off though. It worked. Did you it know it worked? Did you actually, know it worked when you were done? You're like, we did it. Oh yeah. You and know. the crowd actually got into the match. Okay. So I actually was like, and I was lucky to work with Victoria, yeah. who honestly, like, I was in, like, she had been there for so long. And when they're like, you have to beat her, her, Nicole and I were like, wait, we have to beat Victoria. Mm -hmm. But she was so cool she about, was about it. it. So amazing. And she helped me out so much in that match. And um, we got the crowd into it. And when I went under the ring, the crowd loved it. Okay. They loved it. They loved and it. then all of a sudden, Nicole, you know, Victoria went under and then she pulled Nicole out. But the crowd didn't know. Mm. The crowd loved that. They just loved that Victoria reached under and yanked Nicole out. She was the out. perfect person to do it because not only was she like this powerhouse, but she was so animated. Yeah. Okay. So she really sold the whole like twin thing yep. going under the ring. And yep. I think that also helped people believe in it yeah. so much. That is so, like, see, I think also like what you're doing, also, you know, those lines that run through other things. I think when you prepare and you prepare, there are points in your life where like you have to hit that moment. Like you there's do. a moment and you got to deliver, right? And like you guys prepared and prepared and prepared that. Right. If you don't deliver that night, you may never get any yes. heat again, right? Yeah, you exactly. Never, your heat may be gone forever. Yeah. And so it's so you true. Because that, that's so true. Yeah, you've got to hit your you moment. Have, like that you one do. moment. Yeah. And we would, we had those actually end up being like a month straight because Vince loved the twin switch. And so mm -hmm. he would work with us in rehearsals. Like this is the timing you have to get. And I'd be like, breathe. Yeah, you they're like, to Bella's go, go to rehearsal. And did, you I'm say, like, did you say Vince worked with oh, you? Oh, yeah. Really? Directly? He, okay. Directly with all our twin switches, which was almost like more nerve-wracking than performing. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> I wanted to make him so of happy. Of course, you want to make him proud, exactly. And um, So why does it work, though? Like, why did it work? What do you think it is about you two that's worked? You know what? I? That's a good question. I think for Nicole and I, I think because we're twins. And I think for us, the one thing we've noticed, and you can say your yeah. part, like, add on to it. But... Um, as little girls, people would grab us and go, um, like, they're like, are you guys twins? You look like me. Like, yeah. They're like, no, her nose is this, right. and her eyes are that, and this mm. and that. They, every day it would happen mm. to us. And they're like, but you're all the time getting, we'd get compared and then picked apart okay. every day. Okay. So it made us very, like, um, confident because mm. it was like we could never get insecure because it just happened. We got used to it. So I felt like we never were in competition because I always rooted her on and myself on. So then we never got in competition with other people. So are you two well, don't have that normal rivalry that you would think all. siblings no. have? No. So we never waste our energy, I feel like, yeah. on well, going against each, right. against other people. Mm. We only use our energy to like help each other out and push forward. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's how we made it work backstage. But I think how we made it work as our characters and people getting behind us on one match was Bree and I have this, I think, natural ability to connect with the audience. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that's what some of our superstars forget is you can't be a superstar in the WWE if you don't connect with the audience. Because mm -hmm. our WWE universe, they make up all of WWE. Mm -hmm. So our shows would mean nothing without our crowd. Right. Right. We'd have no one just boo us or cheer us or mm -hmm. say this is awesome. Mm -hmm. or They make our stories happen. Yeah. And I think Bree and I just realized that early on, we just had that instant crowd connection. Yeah. And then we realized, like, this is about the fans. This isn't even about us. And I think and they so, felt that. Like, I think they felt yeah. the respect that we were giving to them, making them a part of the show. Yeah, so I see that with you guys. Tell me about that. Like, what's this Bella Army whole thing you guys? They're amazing. They're amazing. And they, they started it, by the they way. They did. Okay. Uh, so very early on, so we had this crowd connection. And 
Brie and I just started to learn, like, I was like, okay, so you mean something here if the crowd believes in you. It, like, and it could be booing or cheering, but if they don't make noise, then no one cares. Okay. So you need to make them care. And so Brie and I just became very interactive with our fans. Um, we'd always think about them. We'd put matches together. We, at that, that day and age, it wasn't about like how big your moves are. And I still feel it isn't about that now. It's okay. about like what's gonna draw them in and yeah. make them yeah. like believe this story. Yep. And so then social media came around. Yeah. And I think Brie and I were just some of the first that were very interactive with our fans online. Yeah. Like people like to ignore, play the too cool, but we we're it. like, I'm not too cool. Like yes. these yeah. people are the reason why I, yep. I am cool. And so all of a sudden we were so interactive with them, they started to call themselves the Bella Army. So mm. we embraced it. And then they were giving each other positions. I'm the leader of this and no I'm that. And then we acknowledged the positions. Yep. And I think, like I'll never forget when we were at the state fair and we saw Reba McIntyre perform and we sprinted to the way back. And when she was walking on her bus, there was a crowd of us, she waved and I swore she waved at me. Yeah. And I was yeah. so young, but that wave made me as a little kid, yeah. so excited to go to school and tell people all yeah. this. And I'll never forget that because I want to do that for my fans. I like, love that. I yeah. want them to know, like, I see you. I yeah. see what you're saying. I see the help you need. I see the encouragement you give me. And I want to acknowledge that because yeah. I want them to feel good. It's just right? real with you though. Like now that I've met you, like it's how you are. So yeah. it's not like some strategy. You know no, what I mean? That's what I love. It's and that's so important. Like I think the whole the whole like even with me with my group that you know that I work with or follow me on social media, this whole like old school thing of like you're better or above the group of people is like yeah. major it's, old school. And, yeah. I unless agree. you really think that way, which means you're twisted, right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like the two of you really are real. I said this earlier, like oh. very few people I meet are really comfortable with fame. Yeah. Like they really didn't alter you all that much. It magnified right. you. Yeah. Made you yeah. even better, which is oh, awesome. It's kind of like alcohol, right? Or money. Money, alcohol, and fame are the same things. They're magnifiers. They make you yeah. more of what you already are. So I if you agree. give a really good person a whole bunch of money, they're typically more generous and more philanthropic and better. Mm -hmm. You give a curmudgeon a bunch of money, they're cheaper and more mean, right? Right. You give a good person fame, and they they magnify themselves. Oh, they magnify the you. people, and you guys yeah. really really do exemplify. That's why you're Aww. so big. Well, thank, thank you. you. That true. means a lot. It's true. Yeah. So, so like, like there's all this stuff to talk about. So you you obviously dominate on that. The show is incredibly popular, and then you've split off now, and there's now Total Bellas, right? So now yes. you've got your show. How's what's it like having? It's got to be different. You're working at Hooters. You grew up kind of on a in a kind of a farm kind of environment, yeah. right? You told me about your mom, who we'll talk about in a minute. What's it like having fame though? Having cameras around you a lot all the time? Is that natural for you? Is it? Is there an adjustment that you had to make? And yeah. what's for a that big like? adjustment. I mean, it's for definitely both of us. yeah, it's definitely become natural now. But in the beginning, like when the opportunity came to Bree and I, we definitely had to sit. It wasn't an immediate yes, and I think it's why it wasn't for us is Bree and I never craved to be famous. So it wasn't like, oh, they're gonna put yep. me on TV. We both like, let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. This is our life. This is gonna be our relationships. Do we want this stuff out there? But then we said, if we say yes, we have to put everything out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we can't have to be an open back. book. Mm -hmm. And so it took us like two weeks to like yeah. discuss. And, I'm sure. and then I some... told my husband, well, at the time we were just boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, I don't think we're entertaining. And I'm like, I think you're right. I don't think we are. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we're entertaining. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> think anybody thinks they're entertaining. Yeah. Right. You're right. <laughs> totally. obviously, obviously you are. There's been yeah. something to it. Yeah. So you're willing to put it all out there, which is really interesting. Yeah. So. Totally. And I think that's why like we got the spinoff, Total Bellas, and why Total Divas did become such a massive success, not only because I think the whole world wanted to see behind the scenes of women's yeah. wrestling, um, 
but Bree and I were so organic. We were just us. Yep. And I think yeah. the world was craving realness yeah. because so many people go to Front Street and they or they just they're they act like there's something they're not. But smoky mirrors. Right. hundred percent. And do. we're like, no, we're these normal people that live like this yep. and we do this and we really like to drink and, and we don't have sh- filters. Yeah. I like, love and, it. and yeah. we say what's on our mind, which yes. People laugh and some people will be like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, well, wait, what? Was yeah. that exactly, exactly I don't think. know. No, right. but like what's on, by the way, I got to say this to you. What is on people's minds as they watch me and you, yeah. like yeah. they would want me to ask you a couple of these things. So I need to do that. So both of your husbands are part of the show too, from yes. time to time. They're interesting dudes. They are. Both oh, of them for are sure. your future husband, your yeah. husband. And so for you, I'm curious. So you've had a lot of change the last few years. Oh so my gosh. You've had a baby. So talk a little bit about what... I don't, not the easy question is like, how's it have being a mom? That's like a generic, like right. what surprised you about it? I want to know that. And then secondly, your husband, Brian or D- Daniel Brian, he's coming yeah. back, right? And so there's been this three year really struggle in your family oh. between his injury, him being out of the business, you being in the business, having a baby. Tell us about that. And then the baby part, what surprised you about yeah, it? Yeah. You know, it's crazy with the baby part. I think, especially being a new mom, um, before having Birdie, I thought when Birdie comes, she's gonna walk into my life, I'm still gonna do everything, all these like type of stuff. But what I didn't know is the love that you would feel and that all of a sudden everything that was important to you just took notches down yep. and Birdie all of a sudden is number one. And we were traveling like for the Royal Rumble and it was right when Birdie first started teething. And then she got a fever and got sick, and I all of a sudden thought she was getting RSV, and we went to the hospital. And I remember sitting in the hospital with her, and she was on my chest sleeping. And I was kind of like, what the hell am I doing? Like, my baby's number one. And in that moment, I was willing to almost drop everything. And that's, I was not, I had no idea what that kind of love felt like. Like, I love my husband, and I love my sister and everything. Your child is that love is the I most unconditional love. I have unconditional. That's, no, that's the difference, though. I don't you think. I think you love your spouse conditionally. Yeah. They, they can't cheat. They can't do this. Yeah. Thing, right. Your baby could do whatever. I know. Your yeah. child could do. They can. They can. They can kill somebody. Right. You yeah. love your baby, right? Yeah. It's, it's unconditional. It's totally and different. True. I just was not expecting that yeah. kind of love. I just yeah. never knew it. Yeah. And it's crazy because it will make you change your whole life. That's wonderful. And you know, with my husband, I think. It was one of the best things for him because when Brian had to retire um, a couple years ago from WWE, he had a major breakdown. And the one thing he's been fighting kind of his whole life is depression, and that really amplified it. And in our marriage, it was hard because I have a lot of energy. I'm a very positive person. But the doctors kept telling me, Brie, you can't change him. Like, you can't say, but... All these other things are so great because to someone who deals with depression, it's not. And so they're like, you got to take a step back. You got to give him space. You need to let him breathe. He has to find in himself happiness. And that was really hard on me because I'm like, I want to nurture and help everyone. And, um, but you know, like my husband even said in his speech, I kind of was like, listen, you want to wrestle? figure it out. Mm. And if WWE won't allow it, maybe someone else will, but go to all the doctors. Like Mm. they had one doctor say no. Go see the NFL doctor, see this doctor and that. And he did. He paid for his own flights to Denver, to New York, to Jupiter, Florida. We wow. were lucky enough in Phoenix to have the NFL doctor there. Every single doctor was like, you're healthy. You are You are healthy. Yeah, you can perform. Wow. But every time you go to, you know, WWE, they're just like, you know, and I will say, 
not only was it protocol, but the WWE cares about Brian. That's They're what like, I was going to say. And they kept yeah. telling Brian, we're looking at your next 20 years. Yeah. We're not looking at your next two years right. in the ring. Yeah. We care about your well-being, which yeah. as a wife, I was like, I do too, but I'm also looking at my husband who wants to wrestle, and that's the only thing yeah. that makes him happy, and life's too short. So wonderful. There's a video that y'all can watch on YouTube of when he got back in the ring, and he was in character, but he gets back in the ring and he decides to talk about his comeback, and instantly he leaves character and just starts talking mm. about you and what oh, you did I for can him. Believe and, it. and by the way, that is a great thing about WWE because I work with a lot of NFL guys, and their yeah. doctors are the reverse. Oh, you're fine, you're fine, you're right. fine, because they just want that product out there. Right. So I think exactly. it, I, oddly, it's wonderful that they care about his life exactly. that way. I agree. The other piece, too, that's interesting to watch, and this is just for all of you that struggle with depression, too, because a lot of the people I work with do. One of the things that's a, a catalyst in causing it to exaggerate itself is lack of physical activity. Yeah. So like when you already struggle with that, you've got to move your body regularly. You've got to work out regularly because depression is actually a physical move too. Yeah. And so it can be triggered right. by lack of physical activity. So he had like the double whammy going to some extent he, where he struggled with it a little bit and then he's probably not as athletic anymore as he once was when he right. was hurt. And that'll make it flare. So one of the triggers out is actually working out and moving your body, yeah. just so you all know, that is a trigger to get out. So Yeah, well, you awesome. know what's crazy is he, I know he needs workout because the doctors yeah. told me that too. But when Birdie first came, I'd complain to Cole. I'm like, Brian's at the gym every day for three hours, and I know I can't get mad. But yeah, <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm here with an infant. That's but so it is, wonderful. it's crazy how workout makes him change. Changes your state. Just, yes. Changes your state. It's like a, it it's a major, major trigger for most people. So, so you got good things going, girl. You got the baby, you got Birdie. Yes. You're coming back too, right? You're going to be back soon. I had a match at yeah. Royal Rumble, yeah. and I that kind of made me think I need to rethink my comeback. Okay. And I just want to wait a little longer okay. until I feel really settled with Birdie and sure. that I can do stuff. It was funny because I told Brian, I'm like, well, the mix match challenge sounds mm. really interesting. Cool. And I'm like, maybe I can come back and do a fun story with you on that. Okay. So um, it's definitely in my future. I'm just okay. trying to pick. I thought I could do it quickly. And okay. Well, you've gotten back in shape quickly. Oh, thank you. What do you have? Yeah. I mean, obviously, look, you don't look like you've had a baby 11 months ago. <laughs> but so you're in a great season of your life, though. So. You've got the, the programs cranking. You've got your your kind of coming back. He's come back. The baby. Right. Such a great time in your life, and I'm yeah. happy for you. By Thank the way, you. No. that means a lot. And then I'm for so you, blessed. you, yeah. your deal's interesting too. So yep. those of you that don't know, Nikki is getting married to can't tell you when, but getting married to John Cena. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a great time for you too. And so um, yeah, tell me a little bit is. about that. What's it like for you? I'm curious because now there's you know you have this too, but now there's two super well-known people. Your travel schedules are yeah. bananas, right? So yeah. how do you navigate all that stuff? I'm curious. It's um, very difficult. It's taken some therapy. I'm not gonna lie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like so for therapy. I think it's mm. just it's nice to have that neutral person. Sure. Because sometimes when uh, our communication can just get a little lost yeah. because someone mainly me wants to hear one thing in a moment yeah. but um, John and I have made it work we've been together five and a half years it'll be six years in August and I will say that since we got engaged in April I um, mean it's been almost a year we have barely have seen each other I want to say we have probably have shared our bed 40 days Whoa. Yeah, maybe a little more. He says a little more, and I'm like, I feel like I can count them all. But <laughs> we've just both have been so busy. But I think why we work so well is we both are so supportive of our careers. Yep. And like, John, he'll be like, should I say no to this movie? Like, mm. I have to be on set this long. And I'm like, absolutely not. Go. Because yeah. I don't want you to ever take an opportunity away from me. Yep. And I will never take one from you. Yep. But you have to make those sacrifices. Mm. Like, okay, I know I could be at home these three days, but I should go to set and see John. Or John's like, these three days I could be in Tampa, but I know I should go all the way to the West yeah. Coast and see Nicole on her set. And 
so we both have been really great about that and mm. I have to say that his health especially because I still agree we're older and like we've been together a while so our wedding like uh wedding planning bliss is a little different I think when yeah. you're in that first two years of being together it's yes. it's like whoa yeah. we're getting closer to the seven year itch yeah, yeah. so there's certain things we'll discuss <laughs> and I'll be like we've been together a really long time because I think people would handle this way differently <laughs> really have thank goodness have figured out a way because I'm not gonna lie it gets really tough when you're away from your partner for so long oh yeah, yeah. a lot of people really they have a busy spouse when you have two two that's magnified is, yeah. the show is interesting because at least it appears as if you've been real about that dynamic too on the show yeah. The, oh, yeah. your relationship with him like yes. marriage the whole thing like whether it was gonna happen whether oh. he wanted it to happen, whether you know all that kind of stuff has the show helped hurt or neutral the relationship Re um, really I, at times it's definitely hurt because you have to relive those really That's, tough moments yeah. yes. and I because I am such an open book John is not an yes. open book That's he right. is I extremely private yeah. so then you put that in the mix yeah. and he'll be like I can't believe you talked about that and I'm like well we I was in a normal conversation with my sister he goes but the yeah. cameras are rolling and I'm yeah. like I don't know right. if they're rolling or not. I'm so beyond that. Yeah. And that that's the stuff that will like start an argument when it yeah. wouldn't have been an argument. But then there are times where I feel like it's helped because I have a hard time communicating. Like I'm just such a pleaser by nature. So it has forced me to talk about things. Yeah. And John will be like, I mean, I guess I have to get the whole world involved to yeah. really know how you yeah. feel. Yeah. But um, so those are times where I'm like, okay, it's been a plus. It's forced me to communicate with my significant other. But then it's just hard to relive those moments. And it was hard to be the girl that like, yeah, hey, I'm that girl that the guy doesn't want to marry or have babies with. <laughs> that's not easy. That was like really tough. Right. And like when yeah. I would like see him talk about it too in the media, I'd be like, dang, like did yeah. you really have to yeah. go on today's show and talk about right. that? Right, this topic, right. But so now I'm loving all his media lately because he's like just... Lovey-dovey. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed so that. So lovey-dovey and yeah. talking about this and that. So now I'm like, oh, I like how this Because I saw him say in an interview <laughs> that one of the things on the show that was good for him is watching himself back a little bit too, though, right? Yeah. Like, what struck me about it was, I'm from New England. I'm from Massachusetts also oh, originally. Okay. So I relate to being one way, like, on. And yeah. then privately, I'm really introverted. And when we come from that part of the country, there's this sort yeah. of buttoned upness that we yes, have you guys have that we it's do so true and i've noticed that in him he's got this persona and then he's got this other side that he's private and he's introverted and i think part of that is our personalities but also where we grew up i'm from the yeah. same area of the country that's true and so there's an element of that that someone from san diego or yeah, you know europe we're or, you like know, yeah it's a, bit, it's a little yeah. bit different i just i just noticed that that's different so that's, that's actually cool. it's so true and, and it is funny because i always tell him like you get so corporate like yes. loosen up yes yes you're the guy that i get to see yeah. and he's like well, no, I mean, I, I am at times. I'm like, no, you're not. You see your face changing. Yeah. You just did that. That's killer. But I watch that dynamic, and I have other friends that are on some reality shows, and one of my buddies keeps telling me, he goes, well, they just edit me that way. I'm like, no, dude, you're you're that way. Yeah. That's yeah. an actual camera, and you actually said those things. Yeah. I feel right? like all the same. I'm like, you get so stern. Yeah. I'm like, believe me, yeah. I'm in trouble by you. But it is oftentimes really for the male. It is like snippets of moments, whereas it's more a, a breadth of content with you. Right. So but totally. my buddy struggles with that, and they usually keep catching and catch him and they they catch my buddy sort of in these buttoned up cold moments and I'm like you're way warmer and <laughs> yeah. you know and I bet yeah. you he is too so no, he is. and he's, he's showing so that more correct. in the interviews totally in the and, interviews and even in his movies you yes. see like John's doing improv but it, he's so good at it because that's who he is, who he is. he's yeah. 
hilarious. He's hilarious. Oh, we, weird and funny. His yeah. Instagram feed is weird and funny. Right. But you want to go check he's out so a. so proud of it. You want to check out a. <laughs> the dude has way more followers than me, and you should go check out Cena's Instagram because it's crazy. It's, it's kind of crazy. crazy. It's it's there's not a lot of them like it. I just saw yeah. it the other day. I'd come so. home and be like. Are you okay today? And he's like, what? I'm like, your Instagram post, because yeah. you always put I was something. trying to figure it out. What yeah. is he thinking today? And he goes, yeah, this is like what it means. And I'm like, okay, yeah. just making sure, yeah, was, like, we're all okay. It takes me a while when I watch. I have to, like, process what the heck he's doing there. Yeah, so. oh my goodness. So, so cool. Congratulations to you, too. Thank on you. On the wedding, whenever it ends up happening. We won't yeah, tell everybody. Yeah, soon. So Sooner than later. Let's segue a little bit into <laughs> biz, because the two of you are, the reason I wanted you on the show is actually not WWE. It was, I think, I want to feature people, but particularly women, that I think are branding, marketing, and business experts that come oh, from wherever they come from. And so, you two exemplify that. I think you're exemplary businesswomen. And Thank even our you. conversations off camera, it's obvious to me what you're going to do. Your career is going to have legs even beyond this, right? Because you're branding yourself. So, yeah. let's talk about th that just for a second. Just okay. branding in general. Are you guys conscious of a brand that you have? I know the answer to that, but. Do you think about that? Do you ever talk about like your brand, you know, protecting it and and that sort of thing? So talk about that for a oh, minute. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, we, uh, do you want to start? Or sure. you, we, Bree and I, constantly talk about that, and I feel like we did in the beginning. We we wanted to be this brand that no matter where it was going or how it was going or where you would see, you'd always recognize it and you'd always know it was the Bella Twins. But we also wanted to have this brand that had meaning and had passion, like just how Brie and I live life and something that can make a great change. And so that's like when the brand started as these wrestling girls, we knew that a key to growing our brand was always adapting. So always seeing the change of the audience, but then becoming these characters that, um, how kids look at like Wonder Woman or Superman, yes. that when they see a Bella twin, they're like, that's Brie Bella, that's Nikki Bella. And so I feel like our wow. characters were first just... how we branded. So when I do an appearance, anytime I, I, I'm in my Nikki Bella outfit because that is immediate kid when they see me, they're like, wait, that's Nikki Bella. Like the snapback and the shoes and the socks and the jersey. And so that was like my first, our first wave. Yeah, and the, it was interesting. I love that. That yeah. gave me a little bit of chills right Aww. there. Superman, yeah, he never leaves without his cape or exactly. Wonder Woman without her crown. And wow, that's wonderful. Yeah, my and snapback is like my crown. You know? Yeah, and the one thing that Nikki and I wanted is for so long in WWE, we did have to be twins, twins, and dressed mm -hmm. identical. But because of Total Divas, Vince saw how different we were. Yeah. And um, he was like, you guys, we asked, we go, you know, now Total Divas really showcasing that I'm more earthy and Nicole's more glam. Can we bring that to the ring? And he was very like open to it. Mm. And, and we were lucky that Total Divas was so successful, you know, yeah. in the first season. And so the minute we did that and we branded ourselves, like not only are we the Bella Twins, but Brie is this way and Nikki's this way. I felt like it made like a bigger connection with the audience yeah. and our fans. Because they got to know who we were. Yeah. Instead of just these two girls that did everything identical. I mean, they make us talk identical backstage. It was like the worst. Oh, really? okay. yeah. And we were like, grateful for those times. Yeah. But um, so I, that was definitely our first wave branding. And then it was just Brianna really listening to our fans. So okay. the Bella Army was created. Yeah. So when I started, when we started to look at that here, we were like, okay, these are Nikki and Brie, these characters. And now they have this army. And that's a part of our brand. What makes our brand is the Bella Army. And so that started, so when we acknowledged the Bella Army, I was getting beat up on TV every week because mm. this one got fired by the boss, storyline-wise. And they started calling me Fearless Nikki. The fans started calling me that. So I was like, you know what? 
that needs to be my name. So I went to WD Shock and I was like, hey guys, who do I talk to about branding myself as Fearless Nikki? And they're like, oh wow, we never thought of someone like having, you know, their name. And I'm like, I want this because that's what my fans call me. Yeah. So all of a sudden we made a logo and here's Fearless Nikki and I thanked the fans and I kept them a part of it, which started to make the brand bigger. Then naturally this one gets buzzed on um, TV. On Total Divas, and I and since high school have called it Brie Mode, yeah. or I should say college. So Brie Mode became a huge deal on so the reality show. The but then there. I noticed the WWE fans would chant it or say stuff, but I was like, I cared a lot about my younger audience. So I was mm. like, with wrestling, how can I make Brie Mode yeah. stand out? Because the fans love it, but it means something to an adult and to a kid. So I would start screaming it before I do a missile drop kick or my big running knee. So I kind of started doing Brimo activated, uh, like all of a sudden I would fire up. So as a good guy, I'd get beat up. And then all of a sudden I'd start coming up, coming up. And then the minute I screamed Brimo, the crowd knew like, okay, okay. you just hit the wrong yeah. button with Brie. <laughs> and then I would do my comeback. Mm. And then it started meaning something to the little kids and meant like, that's when I get amped. But then to the mom, they come up and go, mm -hmm, mm. I was in Brie mode last <laughs> night and I'm feeling it. And That's brilliant, but like, honestly, that's brilliant how yeah, you did that. So that would be difficult. When we yeah. came yeah. up with the shirt designs, the first they were thinking girly and I go, no, no, no. It just needs to be we unisex. Knew, she knew she would have two different type of customers. She I knew I'd have the ones who so wanted smart. to wear it to get drunk, so and then smart. the ones who wear it because they lo love my wrestling and would come. And like, so, so we made just the red with yeah. the big black letters Brie Mode, and anyone can wear it, and it means something different. That's and, brilliant. By yeah. the way, I'm so stupid. I actually thought that storyline was true where you were fired. I was actually going to ask you about oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So believable anyway. They did. Yeah. They did it very well. <laughs> yeah. I had so much fun yeah. working with yeah. Stephanie. Oh, it, it was so awesome. Yeah. That's so funny. So, we, so then we have that brand. Here yeah. we now have branded names, yep. and we have our branded looks, and we have this amazing fandom, the Bella Army, and Brie and I wanted to continue to grow it. And that's... I mean, since day one, we've wanted to break barriers as women yeah, in this company. Which you have. And thank total, you. thank you. Total Divas started to help give us that power of really breaking barriers because more women and little girls were coming to the shows to watch the Total Divas. So it started to give women more time on TV and a lot more people to appreciate women's wrestling. And then Triple H just took a huge investment in the women down at NXT. So with the power of Total Divas on the main roster, and then the power of what the NXT women were doing, it was like women were just dominating. Yeah. And so to continue our brand, Brie and I always wanted our brand to have passion and meaning and to continue to grow it and adapt with it. And nothing was more perfect than being a part of this amazing women's revolution. And Brie and I truly have passion and just a big part of our hearts is to even now continue to help the women like break barriers, whether it's promoting them or giving them advice or just helping them to get to the next level because there's still so much more we could do as women there. Oh yeah. But then that's how we came up with Birdie Geek. I love it. Is we're like, how can we branch off and still like have the Bella Twins brand and have these branded superheroes, yes. but then also continue to reach women in a different way and yeah. empower them. And so we were sitting on a plane and we are like, okay, so how can we do this without taking bumps? Because we're gonna hit a certain age yeah. and we're not gonna be able to be in that ring as much. Yeah. Right. Or the little kids might not think we're that cool, but everyone thinks Superman's yeah. still cool. So I don't know, maybe they'll still think we're cool and Wonder Woman. But we came up with Birdie B and what was crazy was um, we came up with, we were just like looking online about stuff. And well, we're cause like, at first I said, 
I don't want to make just any type of product. Right. Yeah. I want that's what... something that's in need because yeah. I am hippie and I get anxiety when I see so much stuff out there. We're so impressed by Tom's. Yeah, but I was yeah. kind of like, why yeah. don't we get into feminine hygiene? Because everyone needs yeah. feminine hygiene. Well, women need feminine hygiene. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, women. Right. Yeah, I'm like, everyone. <laughs> wow. And then I mean, Nicole, maybe I need it, but yeah. Yeah. And then Nicole was kind of like, well, we could create a whole big brand around it. Like yeah. it doesn't, a community, like it doesn't have to just be those products. And then we started doing some research on the plane. I was like, well, what's kind of in need? Because you feel like everything, all the markets are like just oversaturated. Like everywhere, yeah. there's stuff everywhere, right? Yeah. But I really was like, not a lot of people are doing like panties where it's like healthy mm-hmm. for you. And I'm like, there's nothing direct at the time when we had this idea. There was nothing really then directed towards working out yep. that this is the right fabric I should wear working out or I should wear during the day or do I wear panties at night? So I started to research what doctors were saying yep. and I was like Brie did you know that we were supposed to be doing this yeah and that yeah. I'm like how am I I think we're 31 at the time I'm like how am I 31 years old yep. and I'm just yeah. learning about yep. all this yep. and with so, the rise of all the different like cervical cancer and breast cancer yep. Nicole and I were like is it because the fabrics closest to your body are so cheaply made that we don't realize mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so her and I really like started investigating so yeah. much and that's and birdie bees birds and the bees that's how we like we so just like a, it yeah. together it's, it's brilliant and by the way for the men who do this this is a brand like I already just did this so this is a brand men should be engaged with on behalf of their women and behalf of their daughters too. right, right? we we should be consuming this too because I, what I love about it is and I want to say this to everybody the reason I love you too is like I love how your brand was acquired yeah. In other words, I don't mean to demean anybody else, but like, if you're looking for women to believe in, to be something that your daughters or you can be proud of to support their brand, you've heard how they've acquired their fame, how they've acquired their success. It's the right way, right? Oh, there's thank no, you. and I don't mean this in any other any way, but there's not a tape floating around or some yeah. sensational thing that took place. These are women who acquired their fame yeah. the right way, mm-hmm. and you leverage it the right way. And the Thanks. brand is awesome because it's. I was looking through everything. It's a, really a combo of both of you. So oh, it's, yes. really, it's, re- it's really earthy, yet it's it's and and, and important for their health, etc. But it's glamorous too. Yeah. Right? Totally, so and there's really, like sexiness to it. It yeah. really is. So it's important. It's really awesome, and I, I want to support this brand. I want the men that are watching this program to understand that the females in your life need to be engaged with them. And the ladies, this is obvious to you. This is something you can be proud of. It's healthy for you, and it's good for you. It's going to grow. It's just the it beginning works. too. How do they find Birdie Bee, though? Let's just make sure they know that. Do they, oh, yeah. They go? go to BirdieBee.com. Yes, Boom. BirdieBee.com. Make, yes. make sure you all go there. And so I'm I'm super impressed with the way you all are branding yourselves. Like, this Thank is how you. you're supposed to do it. And this is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and I want to help you with it, too. Oh, Thank you. That means you so that. much. We need to do that. We need to promote the, the, the brand on the show a little bit more, too. And also, what I love, in addition to Birdie Bee, is you guys like wine. Yeah. Oh, right? so, wine so, no. So I'm super, super fired up because yeah. we really got that in common. Yes. So, uh, we feel like we should be the mayors of Napa Valley. Is that right? Why? Yeah. That's are how you, we got Are you the there wine that business. much? Are you there that yeah. much? Yeah. Literally, we're huh. killing their vineyards. Like you I said that slurry, like my, almost I like know, yeah, yeah, I know. My, my mouth was just watering <laughs> into the wine. It was like, what, saw that Opus One bottle. It was like, what are we doing? Let's go. Should have had it during the show. It was. It was, Bree and I were going there so much. We made like such, well, we've made such great friends. Yeah. And on the show, we are starting to really get known as winos. And yep. this is just oh, another yeah. thing that was not Look at the organic. dolphins. Sorry. There they are. I told oh, you. Oh, wow. I told you. That is amazing. So I got you dolphins. Really? Hopefully, I'll get you a whale too yes. here in a couple minutes. <laughs> I told you. I love, and there's two, Nicole. Oh, two. There they are. Yeah, two dolphins. There's at least so two. That's so cute. Isn't that cool? I love that. I love that. Um, 
So yeah, we were just going to Napa Valley a lot and um, everyone knew us as winos. Uh, oh, all yeah. of a sudden, all our gifts from our Bella Army were turning to yeah. wine bottles. Yeah. And it was amazing. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. And yeah. so finally, it was some of the winemakers there were like, do you guys want to get into the business? And we were like, we thought you we're never like, asked. <laughs> what? But yeah. it was also a dream. Like, we were like, wait, really? Like us? Yeah. And yeah. then, like, not the wine snob, but the, the women that appreciate wine. I was yeah. like, well, I mean, it's going to be this cheap wine that we're just going to throw, like, Bellatons on it because right. I don't want to do that. Yeah. We don't want to just sell stuff. Like, yeah. I want to have a great wine. And they're like, uh, do you think we want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate wine. Too. And I was like, <laughs> okay, good point. Good. And then next thing you knew, we're walk, um, working with the son of Hill Family State, Ryan Hill. Wow. And then, uh, I don't know if you know Tesca State. Yes. Tim Martin of Tesca State. Okay. That's another partner. And then his business wow, partner, awesome. Mark, yeah, yeah. Okay. who owned Gage Branding, all five of us just were like, okay, we're going to do this. Cool. And we're all going to invest we're, some money. Yeah. We know where to get grapes. And then we and we're boutique. We're small. But it. now how many cases a year? Do you know how many you're gonna do? Or well, it's crazy because yes. we've had three test runs and we've sold out. Our red wine sold out within a thirty-eight hours. Thirty-eight hours. Gee, wow. Yeah, our the white, white was twelve. The Sauvignon Blanc was twelve hours. And our rosé was a minute and thirty seconds. Get out of here. And so, actually, yeah. Yeah. And did you guys buy it all or did other people buy it? No, I, no. This one, <laughs> I actually didn't even get a bottle of rosé. I was so, like sad. I'm like, computer, the computer system wouldn't shut down. So we oversold by mm. so much because so many people so hit cool. it. And it over, all we all weren't like, we were thinking because the other one was $13 and 38 or whatever. So we weren't prepped for like, mm. all of us were off doing our own thing and mm. they were trying to get a hold of us. Like, you guys, the system won't shut down. The lady who was running it was freaking out. So we yeah. all were like, wait, what happened? They're like, we just oversold the rosé. I'm like, it's, we went on sale at 9 a.m. I'm like, it's 9.05. That's yeah. crazy. crazy, that is crazy. We were crazy. just like, yep. oh my and, goodness. And it's funny because Nicole and I feel so bad for, cause there was a lot of upset of course, fans. Yep. So Customers. we, yeah, so we, um, printed out like all the stuff and we're signing the stuff to send them like cool. just yeah, like sorry and so more wine is what coming. the name of the wine is though just so, so they know the name Bella of the wine Radici. is Bella Radici which is beautiful roots in Italian oh. and the reason yeah. why we came up with that name is all of us have some farming root um mm -hmm. all of us partners so we and some of us are Italians but we all were like we have these beautiful roots and wine brings beautiful conversations Absolutely. and it, it brings up the roots and that was like why we, we wanted to have a name that captured people, yep. that gave a good conversation, a good topic. We wanted then, good art for our bottle. And then our label, we know how many people love labels. And when you talk, you like to hold it and yep. show it. So we, we wanted something that had more high fashion feel. So we got this artist um, from Paris and she does like all high fashion. And so she had Brina's inspiration, but we didn't want it to like be like us. But I think that's what's so cool about our labels. You're like, is that the Bellas or are these two women I know? It, it takes you back. So mm. I'm so excited for you guys. Yeah, thank you. We don't have that much time left, unfortunately. But one of the things, probably my favorite thing about your brand isn't even all of this. And I love all of this. I love watching young, strong businesswomen build their brands, build their companies, and have business minds like the two of you have. Thank you. But one of the things that I love about WWE particularly because I've watched the McMahons do this for years and now you guys do it and John is the number one giver of Make-A-Wish grants oh, yeah. and it's the philanthropic, I get choked up on that, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I love no, that. So the, um, it's the charitable stuff that you all do that yeah. WWE does and he does as well, John does and Make-A-Wish is my, I'm involved as well. Oh, and so, I know. I'm, I love that. So her fiance is the number one giver of wishes to children yeah. ever. Mm -hmm. And so I love that, I know me too. 
I love the the philanthropic piece that you yeah. all give back. So just talk a second about how important that is to you. I and know, your right? Talk about that just for a second, why that's so important to you guys. Well, you know, it's crazy because my husband, um, WWE works with Connor's Cure, and I was lucky enough to be really close with Connor because he was such a huge fan of my husband. But to see how all that went down, it was a YouTube video and mm. people kept tweeting Brian about it. Mm. And then finally, Justin, he was a ring announcer at WWE, was like, hey, have you seen this? He's like, I have. Mm. He's like, I got in touch with the dad. Can you do something? And so Brian like showed up and surprised him. And I'll never forget Connor's face being able to put him in a headlock. And mm. it was this whole ordeal. And, you know, Brian and I always talk about this and Nicole and I too. When we are connected with that, those fans and those people, it makes you go, this is all, everything else can go, but this I will do the rest of my life. Yeah. Because it's the energy, yeah. it's the way you feel, and it's the way they make me feel. Like, you know, we we'll always say we put smiles on kids' faces, but they don't realize they put a smile on our face. And there's times you do walk away and you get upset. And like so many times when you're leaving the hospital, especially now that I'm a mom, yeah. Yeah. But I also think, like, I needed that. I needed just such an innocent soul to just refresh my life and make me realize what's truly important in life. Yeah. And That's wonderful. I just love giving back because they give so much to us. Yeah, and I think for me, and I know Brie feels the same, but I, I, I do all this because I want to have a purpose. Like, I have to have a purpose when I'm putting so much passion to things, and at the end of the day, for me, it's to make some type of change in this world for the better. Yeah. It's either to change one person's life that, like, the day I leave here, that someone's like, she really helped me. That's why I do reality. Reality can be tough at times, but I can't tell you how many women come up to me and go, he said no to me for, like, so many yeah. years straight, but you give me hope. Nicole for... gets more hugs in the Starbucks line than I ever. I do, but... <laughs> it's... Like, I'm right there with you, girl. Let's hug it out. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I, I always think like, if I just, if I didn't have a purpose, there'd be no reason. Like I love the life I live and I'm so grateful for it. And I think that's it at the end of the day is, especially when I see the Make-A-Wish kids, I'm more grateful for my health yeah. and happiness. You could take everything else away, but I'm so grateful for that. And they remind me of that, but I also want to give them that happiness. And, yeah. and I just want to change things because why are we here if we don't? I you know what I mean? And that's what I'm so grateful to have such an amazing soon-to-be spouse like John because we both keep each other in check like we call our life fake life and so we'll sit at dinner we're like here's this fake life and then we'll like talk about things of this is real life and I love it I love that yeah it's so amazing like and we just keep each other like we do those checks and balances but like John we were at the house and he had literally five hours so he had to leave for the airport and he was home for I think a day and a half and there was a man that was diagnosed with cancer that lived an hour away and they're like he's your biggest fan our neighbor just came over and she's like i don't expect you to go see him but they gave him like four weeks and his world got rocked he had a headache and then they're like you have brain cancer and you have four weeks mm-hmm. and he Can't drove an hour what a good man and spent an hour with him and hung mm-hmm. out with him what and then yeah came back packed his bags and he was off and i just am like that's why we do what we do i love that by the way i know you mean it like yeah. it's interesting People talk about making their dreams come true, talk about chasing things, talk about giving to other people, yeah. but you actually do it. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the oh. difference, like you do it. No, and I want everyone to learn that lesson. Talk is kind of cheap. Yeah. Like I agree. you gotta do it, right? And the reason you feel this emotion when they're talking is because they're doing it. There's a power to actually doing it. And so right. I got one more question. I, yeah. I got 50 more. I got to like <laughs> three of them. But I'm curious for women, 
maybe even young women that are watching this, yeah. what advice would you give them about their lives, about chasing mm. their dreams? And you can talk directly to them if you want. I'm just yeah. curious what you would say to these young ladies who follow you. When I say young, that's all women, frankly, yeah. right? Yes. But I mean, you know this, the women, that the, the, the Bella Army, but all the people, that they, they may be watching you guys for the first time today. Right. They've yeah. never seen you before. What advice would you give to young women? Well, Nicole and I always have a thing we always say, and it's, you know, we always turn our negatives into positives. We always turn no into yeses. And through our blood, sweat, and tears, we realized anything was possible. And, you know, where we're at today, it didn't happen overnight. It took us a little over a decade. And I think now sometimes we expect things to happen fast. We expect to wake up in the morning, have an idea, give a little effort, and think, boom, I should be successful. But you have to enjoy the journey because the journey helped us grow as women. Um, the mistakes we made made me realize that, whoa, I just learned something. My mom always say that, like, isn't it fun learning business? And I'm like, it is, because there's so many times I failed. And when I failed, I was like, okay, never doing that again. Now I know it's this way. And um, I just never give up. And yeah. it's so important to like, just take that leap of faith and just go for it. I agree. And I also, you know, I love being called Fearless Nikki, but I, represent it so much because I truly feel you have to live your life fearlessly yeah. and everything that comes your way just stay so fearless mm -hmm. and you don't want to have the re regrets and I think also the most the best advice I could give is use your voice yes if you feel a certain way express it and don't be afraid of it there are times that I wish I communicated be better with people or I stood up for myself and it took me years to learn it and I was like, oh, I wish I learned this earlier, but I'm happy that I know it now. Right. And that is just such, I think that's the best advice I ever give is just use your voice and use it so strong and so fearlessly. This was such a daggum good conversation today. I don't even want it to end. I know. You two are really unique. Oh, oh thank you. you. No, you are, you're unique. Like, I've <laughs> never met anybody like the two of you before. So oh, that I means a lot. Wow. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. you. Oh, man, like, really. appreciate thank you for it. this view. Yeah. Oh, wait, Nicole, I saw a little blow thing. No, you did. You're way you back keep there. It up. It's probably yeah. another bird. Look at Way back there. Like, I am not even kidding. They're imagining whales, like, you guys. Oh, it's a bird. Oh. It's a bird. I told you it was a bird. That bird Those just messed up the whole whale idea. Those were dolphins. So, and thank you for all your advice. Yeah, oh, no. thank you. Since the beginning. It's nice yeah. to meet people like you too because I feel like it helps our energy and our excitement keep growing when we yeah. meet people like you. Thank it's you. just like, you need uh, a coach us. I'm working yes. on it. I'm here for you. Absolutely. We're going to start I'm calling you coach. 100% coach. in. Yeah. <laughs> coach. Hey, coach listen, Ed. everybody. One thing, you can find them on Instagram. You can find them on their YouTube channel. is awesome as well. Oh, yeah. Also, go look for the WWE YouTube channel. And for those of you that are watching this, you know, as usual, I did not charge you for this today. I brought you these amazing <laughs> women for free. Yeah. So all I ask for you is some support, is to give a review on iTunes if you're listening to it so it moves up around the world, more people get access to hear this story, and to make a nice like or a comment if you're watching on YouTube or something like that. So thank you, ladies, yeah. very thank much you. today. Thank you. All right, this everybody, Max out. God bless you.